What's up guys and welcome back to episode number two of my weekly podcast football follow-up. And before we start, I have an apology to make. In the worst transfer since Fernando Torres to Chelsea, we've had to downgrade. Um, I had the studios booked tonight, but sadly, when I got there they went open. I didn't get any mic equipment out this week, so unfortunately I'm recording on my iPhone. So this week it might sound a bit bad, but we'll have to deal with it for one week only. So uh, we'll start with the week's action and what a weird week of football, I have to say. Um, teams winning 4-0 and then losing 4-0 in the same week. Teams that have been struggling all season suddenly starting to perform. And just teams cementing them places at the top of the table. Um, but to be honest, there is only one place we can actually start this week and that is Manchester United. And what is actually going on at Manchester United? I, I'm still in shock of the performance at the weekend. I mean, I'm not a United fan by any imagination. I've never been really keen on them. But it was sad, almost, to see how absolutely demolished they are by Chelsea. 1-0 down in 30 seconds for a goal from Pedro. You know, you think, right, when that's something like that happened, you pick yourself up, you get yourself back going again. But they didn't, and it was a continuous trend throughout the game. Not even De Gea could save them this week. That's how poor they were. Paul Pogba, right? Can we just take a moment to think about that fourth goal? The tracking back on Kante and they're just giving up halfway through. And and United have paid £89 for that. It's an absolute disgrace to see, really. Um, Yeah, they were all over the shop. I don't... If that was Louis Van in in charge, he would have got absolutely slaughtered by every single United fan going. I mean, they are meant to be a big four team... Currently, at the moment, this season, they are underperforming. They are shocking. And Louis van Gaal was called up on it so many times last season, moaned at to the point he's got sacked. United have now brought in Jose, meant to be the one of the best managers of the 21st century, and they are underperforming. And I don't see, really, how he's going to sort it out any time. They're the massive blow at the weekend now, uh, losing Eric Barley for a, what seems like a long period of time. Knee injuries are always a dodgy one. You never know how long they're going to be out for. And I don't see, you know, that's the f- place they need to work on the most, is defender. What are they going to do, recall Phil Jones? It's a shambles at the minute, United. On the flip side, Chelsea, they're going to take a 4-0 win over probably their biggest Premier League rivals other than, other than the likes of Arsenal. I mean... What a, what a performance for them as well. All round, really good. Nemanja Matic putting in the assists again. He's now t- tied for the most assists this season. And for a player last season that was absolutely nowhere, what a revelation to have someone that's putting the assists again. Brilliant. Hazard had a great game again. Moses looked good on the wing. And they changed the system from for at the back like they usually play, and it worked. And in the end, deserved winners by miles. And again, you know, Kante got his goal. We said about it earlier. He's been one of the signings of the season so far. He just brings a solidity to the Chelsea team that just was lacking last season. And they, you've got to look at them now and think potential title uh, winners, really. They've got to be up for it, really. So that was Man United and Chelsea. And to think Man United demolished Fenerbahce in the week and we saw Pogba give, you know, maybe a little bit back of the £89 million they paid for him with some, you know, nice penalty and an absolute stunning strike. So they go from winning 4-0 on Thursday to winning four, uh, losing 4-0 on Sunday. The questions have got to be asked. I mean, yes, Chelsea didn't play European football in the week, but still, there's really no excuse for what United's performance was at the weekend. There really isn't. And if we go over to the blue half of Manchester, uh, Manchester now, 
What a weird week for City as well. Guardiola going back to Barcelona again. And they were absolutely destroyed again. Um, you know, people saying Messi can't perform against the English clubs. He certainly turned up on a Wednesday night, didn't he? Excellent performance from Barcelona. Um, Claudio Bravo getting sent off. And it just raised the question again, were City right to get rid of Joe Hart? I mean, what does Bravo bring to the team that Joe Hart doesn't? Guardiola in the week came out and said that uh, he'd rather had to Stegen, who was in the opposite goal, than uh, Claudio Bravo, who they signed in summer. And, you know, instantly, point proven, when, uh, when he gets sent off, and that changed the game after that. And uh, I think the problem is with Manchester City, especially at the minute, is... They're trying to implement, or Pep's trying to implement a system, and he hasn't quite got the players to do it yet. I mean, if you look at his Barca team, the one that dominated European football or world football for years, winning the treble, they had at the back, and I think it's where they're lacking the most, at the back they had Carlos Puyol, and he's a leader. And I just feel like at the minute City don't really have any leaders at the back. They brought in John Stones for fifty million in the summer. John Stones is never worth fifty million, by the way. If John Stones is worth fifty million, then Big Davy Boy up front for your local Sunday league team is worth two million and a year's supply of Greg's. That's how ludicrous that transfer was. But he's trying to he's brought in a young guy who's gonna be there one day. He will be there. He's a good player, but at the minute he isn't quite the player that they need. And it it shows, and they haven't got any real out-and-out playing footballers at the back. Maybe Zabaleta, maybe, but it's a position they definitely need work on to be the pep team that we saw at Barcelona and Bayern Munich, where he, he won everything. And especially for City now, winning the Premier League is no longer enough. We, they've proven they can do that. They've done it twice. For Pep to be a big manager and to stand out at City, he needs the Champions League. And on performance like they did the other night, Yes, first half was closer. They had chances. Stone went close. Gundogan went close. But they don't have the players yet to perform in the Champions League level. And I worry for Pep because it's very much in the day and age of if he doesn't get the results, he's going to be gone. The City owners won't have it. But, you know, take nothing away from Barcelona. It was an absolute world-class performance as per... And, you know, it's what we're used to. They seem to be backfiring again. They sometimes have these mini little blips and we think, is it the same Barcelona? But... Until Messi, Neymar and Suarez aren't playing in the same team again, it's always going to be the Barcelona that you fear you fear to watch and fear to play against. So, no, fair play to Barcelona, good performance. And if we move forward to Sunday, or uh, to yesterday for Man City, a 1-0 against, against Saints. And again, that's that was an opportunity to pull away slightly at the top after the other weekend's happenings, which we'll get onto in a bit. But they didn't take it, and fair play to Saints, you know, coming out on coming back off uh, Thursday's disappointing defeat to Inter Milan and they gave him a good game um, he started Aguero this weekend he didn't start him in midweek which I think was a massive mistake I don't care if he don't like Aguero or if he's half fit Aguero gets in every team Aguero could bang my misses and he'd be in every single team that I would have if I had him as a player he is phenomenal but to be fair he brought on Ian Nacho at half time and he got him the goal that they needed and then he kept him in the changing room for an hour afterwards. So he's clearly not happy with the City team at the minute. And I don't know if it's too many egos. He hasn't enough time to put his stamp on the team. I mean, he brought in a few, few players in the summer. Like I said, Gundogan, Sane, Bravo, Stones. You know, is he had enough time yet? It is early days in the season, but it was a big chance to pull away after the happenings of the rest of the week. So who knows? Who knows for City? They're in, a, they're in an odd state at the minute, I think. 
um, they should be tearing the league apart, or they look like they're going to tear the league apart, but they haven't quite quite done it yet this season. So we'll see what happens. We'll be we'll see what happens. Um, and then we'll go back to Saturday's fixtures because the Sunday fixtures are sort of out of blew everything out of proportion. I was going to start with uh, the North London bottle jobs, as I'll call them, Tottenham and Arsenal, but obviously United took over. But yeah, we're talking about Arsenal now. They had a big chance to move ahead in the Premier League and they just didn't do it against Middlesbrough and to be honest Middlesbrough should have won it they had the chances and I don't know after winning 6-0 in midweek Mesut Ozil getting his first ever professional hat-trick and I thought should have been an easy three points against Middlesbrough but it it weren't meant to be so you know that's the first time Arsenal there hasn't been goals at the Emirates uh, in over a year Uh, last time was against Southampton in February last year and I think Arsenal fans be disappointed because it Obviously, they didn't know what was going to happen on Sunday, but it was a big chance for them to get some points ahead of City, and they would have been two points clear if they had won. Uh, and then moving over to the other half of North London, Tottenham, they come up against a battling Bournemouth side who had chances. They did have chances. Charlie Daniels had a good chance in the first half, of excellent save from Hugo Lloris. But again, didn't have a, didn't take the opportunity to um, pull away in the title. And now we've got. So many teams on 20 points. I think it might be four teams with Arsenal, Tottenham, Liverpool and City at the top of the Premier League. That's mad. Um, like I thought there would have been someone that has stood out by this time already this season, but there hasn't. And it looks like it's going to be a tight, tight fight for the title this year. And talking about Liverpool, close the gap on the title. Do we start considering them as general title threats? I mean, albeit they beat West Brom, and it is only West Brom. I mean, beating West Brom is like pulling that girl on the night out who's around about a 6 out of 10. You know, you're pleased you've done it, but she's not exactly a 9 out of 10, is she? You've still got the job done, though, and your mates will always applaud you for it. But it was only West Brom, and they beat them 2-1. Bit of dodgy defending at the end, let McCauley have... I felt like a year to bring that ball down and smash it past uh, Karius. But their first Liverpool's first goal, uh, Mane, it was a great team goal. And you know, I think Mane has probably been the sign of the season so far. He's been excellent, excellent form for Liverpool, putting the goals away. A very impressive all round. And the partnership they've got with Firmino up front at the minute, and it the whole Liverpool system really does work and it has pushed Sturridge out as so to speak so we haven't got him in the team anymore but generally I think Liverpool have to be considered as realistic title threats now they haven't got the they haven't got the players as such of when they had the SAS at that season when they came so close to winning it but they've still got the players there that they can cause some really serious damage this year I feel like they need one more defender maybe another left back so they can push Milner further forward or another centre back but to be fair to Milner, he has been doing very well at left-back. But I actually generally think Liverpool can can really push the league. I mean, I put money on Liverpool at the start of the season, so hopefully that comes in for me, because that'd be quids in, wouldn't it? <laughs> but yeah, no, fair play to Liverpool. Showing, showing the league and showing other teams that they are not to be you know, ruled out. It finally feels like a Jurgen Klopp team. He's had a season with them now, well, half a season. He's got it under his belt. He had summer to get some players in. He has done so with Wijnaldum and Mane. And you never know, this could be Liverpool season. So as for the rest of the weekend action, uh, Leicester beat Crystal Palace 3-1. And they've had a good week in general. Had a good week in general, to be honest. Beat Copenhagen 1-0 as well. And they've all but, you would think they need maybe one more point, maybe another win. But they've all but sealed their place in the last 16 of the Champions League, which is a real fate as it is. And... Fair play to them. They've done really well to do that. I mean, 
we know the we we know their title was a one-off fluke, and it won't happen again. We've covered this before, but they still need to win the games. And they still need to look like a team that won't be just pushed over. And fair play to them. They did all right this week. Uh, could see Musa get on the score sheet finally. And they did it without Jamie Vardy. And look, a fraction of the team that they were last season, they'll never do it again. But they they still have to come out and play a Crystal Palace team that have just sort of been there or thereabouts. Then you had uh, Stoke against Hull. Big win for Stoke. They started needed to put points on the board. Signed all the players in the summer. You know, the likes of Bonnie, Martins Indy. And uh, they hadn't been really performing, but... Shakira at the weekend, his first goal, absolutely insane. I read a stat somewhere, I think Shakiri scored three of his Premier League goals from outside the box. He's got a hell of a left foot on him. Lovely free kick he scored at the weekend as well. And he really is a player that is underperformed maybe in his career. He's still quite young, but you've got to think he's been at Bayern Munich and Inter Milan and he, you know, hopefully starts to take off. Because I've always rated Shakiri, but I think he just needs that big push. And if he keeps performing like he does at the weekend, I think he'll get snapped up quite quickly by a bigger team. So hopefully for Stoke fans, that don't happen. And the other games of the weekend as well, uh, we had a couple of... We had a six-pointer. Well, I said six-pointer last week. I said I wouldn't use that phrase, but it was a big six-pointer. And for Sunderland... To lose like they did in the last minute is going to be so disheartening and it's going to be something that might decide the future of David Moyes, really. Uh, I haven't got much... I don't hold much hope for him. And what does that say for their Premier League sort of chances this year? I mean, they've done it in previous years. They've stayed up, but I think there's only so many seasons they can keep going like this. Um, if they stick with David Moyes, fair enough. He probably is the right man for the job, but that the seat at uh, Sunderland's a poison chalice and I can't really see this year them getting out of it. So it's sad that a team that has been in the Premier League for a number of seasons now is going to go down and they do have some good players. Look at Jermaine Defoe. If they get relegated, is he going to stay? I mean, who knows? But yeah, it's a it's a sorry state of affairs at uh, Sunderland at the minute and they really need something to turn around their season. And the other games we had at the weekend was Burnley beating Everton. Burnley, again, being a bit, in the last few seasons, been a bit of a yo-yo team coming up to Premier League and then going back down. To be fair, they did win the game. Scott Arfield shouldn't have been on the pitch. Uh, he, he definitely should have been sent off at that point. But it was a big win against a strong Everton side. And you have to look at that and go, maybe Burnley could stay up this season. But yeah, there's still a long, 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 long time left of the season to go. And who knows what will hold for Burnley. I mean, they haven't got the big name players at all. I mean, the, if you compare their squads to sort of the lower league or the lower end teams in the league, they haven't got good of players as Bournemouth. I'd still say Sunderland would have a better squad of them, even though they're struggling as gel. And Middlesbrough especially, a team that, you know, has just come up. They have Valdez in goal. They have Negredo up front. Gaston Ramirez, Stuart Downing. All players that, on their day, can make that Middlesbrough team win a game. And I sometimes think Burnley don't really have the game winners yet. But, like we say, it's early days. Who knows what Who knows what I hold for Burnley? But uh, that was the weekend's Premier League action. A lot of talking points, especially the United-Chelsea uh, game. Other than that, in the week with the Champions League games, like we said, uh, the only other game mentioned was Saints versus Inter Milan in the Europa League. Unlucky, they dominated large periods of, uh, of that game. In my opinion, they should have probably won the game. Candreva, unfortunately, scored the goal that um, that beat them. And, you know, it's, it's sad for Saints because I thought they really deserved to win that game. And, and that's coming from a Pompey fan, so maybe I'm being a bit too kind. But uh, big talking points from the week were, were the ones that uh, we've covered. So looking ahead now to this week's action. Um, well, it's another weekend of Premier League football. Sunderland hosts Arsenal. 
at lunchtime on Saturday. You'd think Arsenal would win that, but it'd be typical Sunderland. It'd be the first game of the season that they actually win, and it would be against Arsenal, and that would get the Gunners fans talking and get them aggravated. I will also have Middlesbrough versus Bournemouth, Manchester United, Burnley. Hopefully they can get their campaign kick-started again with a game against Burnley. Tottenham versus Leicester should be a good game. West Brom City, Watford Hull City and Crystal Palace Liverpool and in the Sunday games Everton West Ham Southampton Chelsea with a Monday night fixture of Stoke versus Swansea I mean big standout games for the weekend for me Saints versus Chelsea always put on a good performance against each other seems to be recent seasons Chelsea got the better of Saints at St Mary's and Saints got better of Chelsea at Stamford Bridge so should be a good game should be a a close one I think I think Saints as a team this year have really really started gelling and playing well together and Conte you know you saw the passion on Sunday getting the Chelsea fans going after scoring the fourth goal that they started looking like a proper team and looking like they can play well together again something that last season they didn't have and in all due respect they actually have the same players pretty much bar on a few than they did last season so it'll be an interesting game and for the other title or chasing teams Liverpool versus Crystal Palace a hard place to go sell Hulse Park they need to see if they can continue building on good form they're having a great season so far Liverpool and City at West Brom again West Brom held West Brom you know had a good game against Liverpool at the weekend can they can they hold them we'll have to see really it'd be a it'd be a close game I think again uh, they held Tottenham at home the other week they held Liverpool or they needed they had a fight against Liverpool the other night we'll have to see what happens and then uh, Man United need to beat Burnley I mean if they lose if they're losing conceding this was the games that Louis van Hull was struggling against was the lower league opposition at Old Trafford if they do it again questions will start being asked at Old Trafford I don't not really sure how much further Mourinho can get away with it to be honest without people asking questions I mean Mourinho has, has now lost 13 of his last 27 league games as a manager uh, his previous 13 defeats came over 135 league games they keep racking up at United and the uh, Old Trafford won't tolerate it for much longer and I can't imagine the board will despite the legacy he carries so yeah that's the weekend coming up uh, I want a quick word on Portsmouth I think I will make this a weekly thing because Portsmouth don't get mentioned a lot in the press at all and after the weekend I'm fucking pissed off <laughs> I tell you I'm really annoyed with the performance at the weekend you know we played Notts County we had the better of the play we had the chance in the first half Connor Chaplin should have had a hat trick and yet we end up in lose, and it just feels like a lot of teams are going to Fratton Park, park the bus, there's no way of putting it, they park the bus, and then we concede two goals like we did at the weekend, and that's it, we lose. And I just feel like we haven't got the passion. We've got Paul Cook as manager, I'd say one of the most passionate managers in League Two, or in maybe in the whole of the Football League, yet the passion doesn't seem to make it to the players on the pitch other than a select few. And it's starting to wind me up, and I've... You know, I really think this should be the season. We need to get promoted as we're going to be stuck in this division. And, you know, all right, it is only a loss, but constant slip-ups. Slip it feels like we go one game winning and then we go two games losing or a game drawing. We need a bit of consistency in the team and we haven't had it yet this season. So it's frustrating. It is really frustrating being a Pompey fan, but what are you meant to do, really? What are you meant to do? So this will wrap up this week's podcast uh thank you very much for listening give it a like share it around and uh yeah hopefully next week we'll be in the radio studios thanks very much bye